This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Welcome to the Wellness Glow Podcast. My name is Susie Garden, anti-aging naturopath and nutritionist, founder of the Glow Protocol, and I help women feeling stressed, flat, and older than they'd like regain their youthful energy and glow. Anti-aging is an inside job, and I know for sure that we can use specific foods, movement, mindset techniques, and build stress resilience to reduce our biological age and look and feel younger in our bodies and minds, as well as potentially lengthening our lifespan. I'm here to be your guide to the latest in anti-aging and longevity research so that you can learn and apply simple techniques to reduce skin wrinkles, body pain, gut issues, improve your energy, and have your skin glowing with health. And I'm not even exaggerating. So if you're struggling with stress, fatigue, brain fog, weight gain, perimenopause, and feel like you've tried everything, then get ready to let go of everything you think you know. It's time to forget all the strategies that haven't worked for you before and join me as I share what actually does work. I have a down-to-earth approach and make the science seem simple and actionable. I know that the knowledge and insights I share can change your life and the way that you approach your health, and I'm excited to help you glow. Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Wellness Glow podcast. I'm so happy to be there. I've had a little break. I've been uh, in Fiji, actually, which has been amazing. And I've come back and I can't wait to do today's episode, which is still focusing on stress. I've been doing quite a few podcast episodes on stress lately because it's just something that's such a big thing I'm seeing in clinic. It's obviously there's loads of stuff going on in the world. which is very stressful, even if you're not directly impacted, just seeing what's going on when you're following the news. I think everybody can do with some stress um, management strategies. And the thing is, even if you're not kind of feeling super stressed, there are some symptoms that come up. And I see this a lot in clinic 
and in my clients in the GLOW protocol. And they don't even really kind of correlate these symptoms with stress. So I wanted to explore these because I haven't spoken about this on the podcast before. So the thing is that people think of stress, and I certainly, before I'd done my studies in um, nutrition and naturopathy, I, you know, like with regard to stress, I knew that obviously stress is, can have physical impacts on the body, but I did really think that it wasn't that big a deal. You know, I didn't really think that just being stressed could have such a profound physiological impact on the body as it does. So I just wanted to talk about some of the lesser known symptoms of stress that you may be kind of experiencing and not correlating with stress. And the first one I'm going to talk about is actually one of the symptoms that you really wouldn't expect to be um, caused by stress, and that's hair loss. And this is something I see a lot in women in their 40s is that they notice that their hair is thinning or perhaps they're noticing more hair fall than usually in the shower or maybe on your pillowcase or maybe your hairdresser's actually just commented that your hair's falling out a little. Um, and stress could actually be to blame. And there's a couple of reasons for this. I mean, stress can directly lead to hair loss due to the effects of the stress hormones on your electrolyte balance and your blood pressure, which can damage the smaller blood vessels in the scalp. Um, Also, it can lead to hair loss by interfering with thyroid function. It's one of the symptoms of thyroid function is actually hair loss. And the thing is that there's actually a couple of different types of hair loss, and this is looking at medical terms for hair loss, that are associated with high stress. So the first one's called telogen effluvium. (laughs) It's kind of a really weird couple of words. And this is where significant stress pushes large numbers of hair follicles into a resting phase. And this means that within a few months, effective hairs affected rather hairs might fall out suddenly um, when you're just combing your hair or washing your hair the second type of hair loss that you can get that is driven by stress is something and this is another crazy word trichotillomania um <laughs> yeah that's a real word uh is it's when you have this irresistible urge to pull hair out of your scalp your eyebrows eyelashes, other areas of your body. And it's this this hair pulling. And this can be a way of dealing with negative or uncomfortable feelings such as stress, tension, loneliness, boredom, or frustration. So that's a second type of hair loss that's associated with high stress. And then there's one called alopecia areata. And this is probably a combination of factors possibly including significant stress. And with alopecia areata, it's actually an autoimmune condition where the body's immune system attacks the hair follicles causing hair loss. So there's three different types of hair loss just associated with high stress. And But then on top of that, if you've got thyroid issues, which can be exacerbated by stress, you can get the hair loss as well. So like, it's a real, it's a real problem. It's a real thing. And a lot of people don't necessarily correlate their hair loss with stress. And the thing is, acute stress can cause hair loss for up to three months 
after the stressful event. Um, But if you have a chronic stress, so, you know, stressful job, financial stress, relationship stress, then the hair loss can continue. So this is something that if you can use some really good stress management strategies, then you can overcome uh, that hair loss. Because as I always say, you can't necessarily control the stress around you and the stressors, but you can control your stress response with some training. Um, One of the other factors or kind of secret symptoms, if you like, of stress is premature aging. And one of the biggest contributors to premature aging, both on the inside and on the outside, is stress. Um, Stress can shorten the telomeres in our DNA. So I've talked about this before. You might want to go back and look at, I can't remember which podcast it is, but there's one where I talk about this. Shortens the telomeres in our Um, DNA. These telomeres act as kind of like an aging clock. They're these little caps on the end of our chromosomes. And as we, we age, they shrink and shorten. And we can actually reverse that by managing our stress. And of course, stress also, as I mentioned, can mess up your thyroid function. It can absolutely impact your blood sugar balance. And as a result of this, you not only age on the outside, so there's things like fine lines, wrinkles, dull skin, but you also age faster on the inside and can impact on your longevity. So this is kind of really important to manage stress from this point of view of um, premature aging because the other thing of course is stress impacts your gut health and when you have this impact on your gut health it will um, kind of disturb your ability to absorb nutrients absorb those building blocks of our proteins our collagen our uh, oh gosh all of our biochemistry requires nutrition and nutrients so uh, it's another reason why chronic stress can contribute to premature aging so it's definitely super important to get a handle on it Another thing that uh, chronic stress or acute stress can cause is fatigue. And I get a lot of people come and talk to me because they're exhausted all of the time, no matter how much sleep they're getting. And stress can be a massive factor in energy. Um, When stress has you stuck in this fight or flight mode, And if you've heard me talk about this before, you know, fight and flight mode is only really supposed to be activated for 20 to 30 seconds. That was all it was designed to do to get you out of trouble. But um, obviously we spend long periods of time these days in our fight and flight. So your nervous system in this case is on constant high alert, takes up a lot of mental and physical energy and constant stress throws off your blood sugar balance, your thyroid function, there it is again, and your sleep. Plus it can drain you of your energy supporting nutrients. So fatigue is absolutely a sign of high stress. Another uh, kind of secret sign of stress is a low pain tolerance. So if you notice that you're getting more aches and pains, particularly as you get into your 40s, stress can actually reduce your pain tolerance. So you'll feel more pain than usual. And this is because of the impact of stress on the nervous system. There are many overlapping processes between stress and pain. So they feed into one another. And you may 
even be at higher risk of developing chronic pain if you are constantly under stress. And there can be a few reasons for that. Obviously, there's muscular tightness and muscular contraction that can happen when we are stressed or anxious, and that can lead to pain. But also, we just our ability to deal with pain can decrease when we're under stress. I kind of mentioned gut health before, but I wanted to dive a little bit more into this as a bit of a secret sign of stress. So digestive upsets, I mean, we've, I think, probably all had that experience of feeling butterflies in the stomach, feeling sick in the stomach when we're stressed, maybe getting bloated, maybe having to race to the toilet with diarrhea, struggling after a protein-rich meal, maybe even constipation can be a factor. And all of these come back to the effects of stress because when you're in that fight or flight mode, it's all about survival. So there are less, um, less oxygen and blood flow going into the gastrointestinal system because it's just a lower priority Um, function when the body thinks that it's fighting for its life and wants to use its energy and its resources in the muscles so you can fight or you can run away. So, you know, when we're eating, the food won't be digested as effectively and therefore we're not breaking down our food to get our nutrients. We're not replenishing those resources that we are using when we're in stress response. And the other thing is there's actually, you know, the gut has its own nervous system, the enteric nervous system. And um, this is also part of the reason that the gut is far more susceptible to the effects of stress. And we also have, of course, that gut brain connection, which means that, you know, we have chemical connection. We have a nervous connection through the vagus nerve. We have... um, Gosh, it's a very complex thing. I have spoken about this before. I'm not going to go into detail about it today. But yeah, we know with this gut-brain connection that when we're feeling stressed, it's going to impact on our gut. And that is a two-way kind of connection. Uh, Another secret sign of stress, and again, I'm seeing a lot of this in clinic, is low libido. You know, you're feeling like you're never in the mood anymore. It's, it's, uh, you know, unlikely that you're just getting old. Um, Stress plays, because I'm seeing this in a lot of young people as well, stress plays a huge role in your libido or your lack thereof. Um, High levels of stress hormones can tank your sexual desire and throw off your sex hormone balance. And of course, if your body is in fight or flight mode, Sex, or in biological terms, it's reproduction, is far less important than surviving a potential threat. And, you know, as as well as um, reducing blood flow and oxygen to the gut, it's also the reproductive system is considered a lesser priority. So there's less oxygen and nutrition going there. And the good news is if you tackle your stress levels, your libido will most likely make a return. Another thing, and there's a long list of these things today that um, is a secret sign of stress is getting sick all the time. You know, it's been kind of weird over the past couple of years with COVID and everyone wearing masks and sanitizing and self-isolating is that, you know, we've had probably less incidents of your general colds and flus, but if you're the kind of person who pretty much catches every bug that goes around It might be because you're stressed. Stress hormones can sabotage immune cell function, leaving us more prone to illness. We also have a section of our immune system in the gut. So again, getting back into that gut health, if the gut's not working well, the immune system can definitely be impacted. Um, 
So, you know, you may notice it takes longer to recover from sickness. You might be getting not only more frequently unwell, but taking longer to recover, but even slow wound healing can happen as well. So this is something to kind of keep an eye on. If you're feeling like, yeah, I get sick like two or three times a year with a cold or flu, then perhaps you need to look at your stress management. Another secret sign of stress, or maybe this is not so much of a secret, is excess body weight. So, you know, if you're noticing that kilos are creeping up on you despite your diet and lifestyle being unchanged, stress might be the culprit. And I see this a lot, as you probably know. Um, I work in weight loss, part of the GLOW protocol. If you want weight loss as a goal, we can definitely tailor your plan to be focused towards weight loss and get quite significant weight loss over a short period of time if that's what you're looking for. But sometimes, even though the diet and the food is sorry the diet and the lifestyle might be the same the exercise might be the same sometimes my clients might get a plateau and the first thing I'll ask them is how stressed are you and it's usually stress and so if they then follow my stress management plans then things can get moving again in terms of the weight coming off because stress messes up your insulin and your blood sugar regulation and as a result your body clings to energy and avoids burning excess fat at all costs remember we are wired for survival can also affect your thyroid function which can drop your metabolism uh, which is the energy you burn at rest every day and yeah so just addressing stress in terms of weight management is super important uh, and Another factor in this, of course, is emotional eating and increased cravings. And this may not just be about willpower, but a physical driver that is caused by our blood sugar dysregulation. So your body starts demanding sugar, um, particularly dense calories, high sugar, high fat foods, and your brain will want it as well. So it gets a hit of feel-good brain chemicals such as serotonin and dopamine. And of course, that can lead to weight gain as well. Some people, uh, when they're stressed, want to comfort eat. Some people don't eat much at all when they're stressed. And so any changes to your appetite could be due to stress. I know um, lots of people comfort eat. I know for me personally, I tend to go the other way, but I don't even notice if I'm not, you know, if my appetite's reduced or I'm not eating as much. It's not something that I actually consciously notice. Um, but yeah, I do know that it can go both ways. It's not necessarily all about overeating when you're stressed. So if you find that you tend to lose weight, you're not quite sure why you're losing weight, have a look at what your stress level is. Um, either way, it's best to get on top of this as soon as you can, because both ends of the scale can have long-term health implications. So I've outlined a whole bunch of secret symptoms of stress today. And some of these you may already be aware of, and some of these might be quite new to you. So it's always a good idea to check in with yourself and sort of say, well, you know, what's going on with me, what physical symptoms match what I've just spoken about today. Maybe it's stress is the cause. And the thing is managing your stress isn't just about taking a day off or going for a massage or doing some meditation. It's a holistic approach to diet, lifestyle, mindset, building stress resilience, which sounds like a whole big thing, but actually it's really, really simple when you have the tools to do this. So 
you know, by supplying the body with what it needs to thrive, proving your stress resilience, you can feel amazing even when life gets hectic because you have the tools ready to go. So if you're interested in learning more about this, um, interested in the Glow Protocol, feel free to reach out to me. You can DM me at Susie Garden Wellness. That's S-U-S-I-E, Susie Garden Wellness. Um, Or you can even book in for a free anti-aging strategy call. I'll put the links in the show notes. Head on to my website, susiegarden.com to check out my program because, you know, holistic approach to health is one of the most incredible things you can do for yourself, your body, your mind, and your longevity. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of The Wellness Glow. I hope you loved what you heard here and are excited for the potential to improve your health and increase your lifespan. If this resonated with you, then please screenshot this podcast and share it with your friends. Hashtag The Wellness Glow Podcast. Please rate and review so I can spread the word and keep bringing you more goodness. If you're not already following me on social media, come and join me for extra inspiration and teachings. I do frequent updates in my Facebook group, which you can join at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the wellness globe. You can follow me on Instagram at Susie Garden Wellness or check out my website at susiegarden.com. You can download my Essential 8 Anti-Aging Secrets that all women over 40 should know and check out my signature program, The Glow Protocol. I'm so excited you joined me here today and I can't wait to share the next episode with you. Until then, remember your biological age doesn't have to reflect your chronological age and anti-aging is an inside job.